BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello, fellow Illumineers. This is the Citizens of Lorcana podcast. I'm your host, Jared Hymas. And in today's episode, well, I'm just going to introduce myself. For all the latest news on Lurkana, you can visit me on Twitter at Citizens of Lurkana. Without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Alright, hey everybody. Like I said, welcome to the first episode of Citizens of Lurkana. I'm really excited to have you here. I'm excited to share this journey with you. There's something exciting about being here. A full, <laughs> a full year before the game is released. Don't get me wrong. I wish the game was released like yesterday, but it is so enjoyable to be a part of this community, to get to know these people who are just as excited about this game as I am. And so I look forward to sharing this journey with you. Now, a little bit about me. I grew up a huge Disney fan. When I was a little kid, we saw all the Disney movies. This was during the time of Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, and The Lion King. So growing up, we didn't have the most money in the world, and going to the movies was a rare occasion. But I remember when Lion King came out, we went and saw it three times in the movie theater. Three times, that's how much we loved it. And, of course, you had all the movies afterward, like Hunchback and Mulan and Tarzan. All those movies, Hercules, that were super impactful on my life. My brother and I, uh, my brother just older than me, we were also huge nerds. I'm sure you figured that out by now. But huge nerds. And we didn't have cable, but we had the TV Guide channel. Shout out to all those who remember the TV Guide channel. And we would look when the cartoons were on on the Disney Channel. We loved watching <laughs> watching. We loved it when like Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers was on, DuckTales, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck. And we would turn the TV to those channels and for 99% of the time all we saw was static, the black and white. But every so often The screen would glitch, and you'd get a full picture uh, from the show. And my brother and I would look at each other and be like, Oh, yeah, did you see that? Uh, Yeah, we didn't have much of a life. so. But that's how important Disney was to us. In 1994 and 1996, we were able to go to Disneyland. And those were super informative experiences on my growing up years. 
So Disney has always been a part of my life. As I grew older, I started liking Star Wars more. I still remember the moment. We were in an arcade, and my brother was playing the Star Wars pinball machine. And I was like, oh, you're such a nerd. Same brother, by the way, that I watched the TV with. And he's like, well, I like Star Wars. And what do you know? Within a week, I was a huge Star Wars fan. Watched all the movies. This was about the time that the Expanded Universe was going. So the Thrawn trilogy was the first set of Expanded Universe books that I read. And to this day, I'm still a Thrawn fan. I consider myself an OG Thrawn guy. And then, as an adult, I got into Marvel. Thor The Dark World was the first Marvel movie that I saw in theaters. I don't know why... I was not really interested in the Marvel movies up to that point, but something piqued my interest, and I know Thor Dark World is universally panned as, if not the worst, one of the worst Marvel movies that have been made, but it holds a special place in my heart just because it was the first one that I watched, and I've enjoyed pretty much everything that Marvel's put out since then, uh, especially up through the Infinity Saga Here in Phase 4, it's been hit or miss, but mostly the stuff's been enjoyable. So when I heard that Lorcana was announced, I was like, Disney, Star Wars, Marvel, are you kidding me? How awesome would it be to have Darth Vader going up against Iron Man? Or Luke versus Thanos? Or Boba Fett versus Elsa? I don't know. It was crazy. It was so fun to think about. And of course, this was before we realized that Initially, Lorcana is just going to be the Disney animated studio products. So, Mickey Mouse, all the the animated Disney movies, no Pixar. But still, at the moment, it was pretty sweet. So, I have also been into, not super heavy like a lot of people have, but I've also been into the trading card game scene since I was a kid. Um... About the same time I got into Star Wars was when the Decipher Star Wars customizable card game came out. And my brother got the Premier Pack that had a light side and a a dark side starter deck. And I got the Hoth Pack that also had a light side and dark side starter deck. And pretty much that's what we played with. And we played that game hours and hours. Uh, Lots of memories playing that game with my brother. But that was the problem. It was just my brother that I played. (laughs) Um, When my brother graduated, I decided that I would be brave enough to try out a local competition. And I wasn't driving at the time, so that tells you how young I was. But I remember there was a website called decktech.net. It was awesome. Like It had articles about strategy. It had tournament reports. It had deck lists. It was amazing. Uh, I spent a lot of time on there, and I tried building a deck that that resembled one of these decks, but I just didn't have access to a lot of these cards. And I went to this tournament, and I got curb stomped. Like, it almost wasn't even fun. Uh, there wasn't really anyone there who was interested in helping me. Nobody took me to the side and was like, hey, here's some advice. Here are some tips. Here's some cards to help you. The people who were at this tournament were more interested in getting their win 
so that way they could be higher up on the prize list, I guess. I don't know. It wasn't a good experience, and I didn't go back. But I did try to continue playing that game. I play against myself. <laughs> um, and then, as I got older, I had kids of my own. And my daughter, when she was about six, I think, she was into My Little Ponies. And there was a My Little Pony trading card game that came out. I bought those cards uh, just to see if she was interested and she enjoyed looking at the art, but she was not, didn't really want to learn how to play the game. And then a few years later, when she was nine and my son was seven, I tried introducing them to Pokemon. But again, my daughter at this point just wasn't really interested. And my son, uh, he enjoyed playing as long as if he was able to make up the rules. And somehow he always ended up winning. It was uncanny. So that was that experience. And then about three months ago, my daughter is into an anime called My Hero Academia. And so just to spend time with her, I started watching this anime. And then I noticed that they also have a card game. So I picked up the game. And I'm pretty sure we played it completely wrong. In fact, I know that we did. It's actually a pretty complex game. I hope Lorcana isn't this hard to pick up. But we enjoyed it. And then I watched countless hours of gameplay and videos and tutorials, which there aren't a lot of tutorials out there. And the ones that are just aren't that helpful. So after watching all these things, I finally decided to be brave enough to go try it out at my local gaming store. I still remember how scared I was because I had this memory from when I was a kid going to play the Star Wars game. I thought that's how it was going to be. So I drove up. I was about to go home. I was so nervous, but I told myself, I have to go in. I have to give it a try. Uh, What's the worst that can happen? I waste a few hours of my life. So I went inside and it was, I'm happy to report, it was a complete opposite experience. Everybody was so nice, so warm, so welcoming. I had a great time. I had people patiently hold my hand, metaphorically speaking, and walk me through how to play this game. And after that first day, I can honestly say I understood this game about 95% of the way. There's still some things I was questionable on, but uh, otherwise, I mean, this experience was super helpful and helped me gain the knowledge I needed to be competitive. However, as this game, as I'm really getting into this game, it almost feels like it's starting to die off. My local game store, store, which is based out of Las Vegas, where my hero is produced, they were talking about not continuing carrying any product, and not holding competitions because there just isn't interest. Which makes me sad because it's a great community and I made some really good friends playing it. But the reason why I bring that up is because Lorcana came at the right time. It checked all the right boxes. I'm a Disney fan. I'm a collector. I like playing trading card games. And the one that I'm currently into doesn't look like it has the legs to last. So this is why I'm so excited for... Lorcana. I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Now, how I came up with the name for my 
podcast and my Twitter handle. Well, initially, I wasn't planning on doing a podcast, but I'm just so excited and passionate about this game that I couldn't help myself, and here I am. But as I was sitting here thinking about what I wanted my name to represent, I was thinking, you know, Lorcana is this world where these Disney characters inhabit this magical place, and they battle against each other, and they just, like, live in this world, and when we play the game, we get to be a part of that world. At least that's how I imagine it. So I came up with, these characters are citizens of Lorcana, and we, by extension, will be citizens of Lorcana. So... The name kind of represents how inclusive I feel like the game should be and how friendly I hope the player base is towards new players. And I know I plan on sharing this game with my kids. But now that everybody else is setting up their names and accounts, I'm like, wow, that was really clever. Why didn't I think of that? Why am I not that creative? That's a super interesting name. So here we are. I'm happy with my name, though. I like what it communicates. Uh, Its purpose is to obviously bring you news and updates. Uh, I would like it to be a soft spot for people, a soft landing spot for people who might be new to the game and might be new to playing trading card games because I remember what it was like. I remember how scary it was, but I can honestly say that my life is better because I overcame that fear and went and played a card game. I know, it sounds ridiculous the way I'm describing it, but it's true. I've made friends, I've traveled, it's been awesome. So I like to be a safe spot for people to land that kind of prepares them for um, meeting other people to play the game with. But also I'd like to discuss game strategy and uh, news and react to other news that happens. All those types of things are content that we'd like to provide. As far as the future of the podcast, uh, I would like to get a co-host on here. I realize that I'm not the most exciting person to listen to, and so I applaud your patience in staying here with me this amount of time. So finding a co-host should make things more interesting, more engaging. I plan on having guests and um, people we can interview to either talk about strategy, talk about what they're doing to contribute to the community. Uh, Basically, I'd like to become a resource for people to learn more about Lorcan and to become better players and to be more welcoming. So that's the vision, and I'm happy you're here, and until next time... Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at bet mgm 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.